And welcome everybody to the fourth ever edition of the West Coast Preps Podcast. I am Chris Jackson, joined by Gregory Marlon Salmon. Greg, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's been a great day so far. It was a it's a kind of hectic weekend, but it was fun. You know. So how are you doing, Chris? I'm great. You know, kind of the same way. It was a great weekend, a great finish to the weekend we had on Sunday. We'll talk more about that a little bit in this podcast. Great to see some more competition. Always great to see some competition on the football field, on the turf. It may have been 100 degrees, but you get over that pretty quick just seeing some ball, you know, some one-on-one, some seven-on-seven. Anytime you get to see some football, especially nowadays, it's been a great day. So yesterday was definitely a lot of fun and looking forward to seeing more of those camps and seems like those are becoming more popular as, uh, as we get more into coronavirus, having those safe camps. Yes, it is. And also, just be sure to follow some of our latest podcasts. We had a great interview with Brandon, head football coach Steven Johnson, doing great things up there in San Jose. CCS runner-up last year, went to the CCS championship, won their league title over there. Got some good players coming back, too, so we got big things in store for them. Also, Giles Chapman, the founder and head trainer of Exclusive Speed. Love that guy. Heck of an interview. You're going to want to really listen to what he had to say, how he overcame a car crash as a college football player to overcoming that become a college basketball player, getting his master's degree, and then forming his own company and doing what he's doing today. Doing great things. And also, let's give a shout out to his family. They just welcomed their second child, Kingsley Justice Chapman. And hopefully in about 15, 16 years, we'll be covering him over here in the high school sports, whether he said it might be soccer or football. But who knows? Could Either way, we'll be at that showcase. Maybe a multi-sport athlete in high school. Maybe just one of those ones. Maybe yeah. just a great... Three-sport athletes. Yeah. We'll be talking about that, too. Yes, yes, we will. And before we get into that, let's talk about a huge football commitment out Ooh. of this region this week. On Monday, Napa tight end Brock Bowers announced he is going to the University of Georgia. He's going to play for Kirby Smart in the SEC. That's one heck of a program. Yeah, and he's going <laughs> to dominate just like he did in high school. It's kind of the way things were trending for a while. A lot of projections just kind of looked like he was going to go to Georgia. Took an unofficial there to Athens not too long ago. Now he's going to play for one of the top programs in college football that played for a national championship a couple years ago. Lost to Alabama in overtime. The infamous gamer Tua Tagovailoa came in there. At halftime, they made that switch over Jalen Hurts. They won a national championship there. But now he gets to play for one of the top programs. Georgia's recruiting class every year under Kirby Smart is phenomenal. Brock Bowers is just the latest guy there. Another KT Prep guy, by the way. Shout out to KT Prep. Yes. They're getting a lot, a lot of good players rolling through that program. And let's just go through Brock Bowers' rankings. Number 49 overall prospect in the country by 247 Sports. And then number two tight end. Four stars. It's not a there's just so many great things you could say about this kid that could probably last for hours. Oh, 100 percent And you know, you kind of sent me over some of those highlights that he had and no one could tackle him. I mean, he's just just a beast. And, you know, like you said, number two tight end in America, I mean, that, that's high praise. And just accepting any scholarship to Georgia is incredible. Georgia is one of the top programs, like you said. They're always right there in the playoff discussion since the playoff has started. Kirby Smart has done amazing there since taking over. So congratulations to, to Brock, and, and hopefully we'll see a lot more of him in uh, hopefully this year in the fall, winter, springtime, and also as a Georgia Bulldog. Yeah, we'll definitely be watching a lot of Georgia games on Saturday when he's out there. Oh, yeah. that, that's for sure. Almost 1,500 all-purpose yards as a junior at Napa. 18 touchdowns. 
He had almost 1,100 receiving yards, but he was also getting the ball, too, in the backfield. Yeah, just over 300 Ma- rushing yards. Making people miss a big guy, but he made a lot of people miss. His first play in this highlight film, man, he's just going to be brought down. All of a sudden, he just kind of moves back right in between all these defenders. Yeah. Just one of his many touchdowns. And just no one no one would bring him down. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got all-conference and all-American written all over him. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Let's see. Patriots, we need a tight end. You know, it's a couple years away, but... Let's look at him. The no next check. Gronkowski? I could see it. I better, could see it. Better than Gronkowski? Ooh, he's one of my favorite players of all time. Let's let's give him a couple years before we declare him better than Gronk. So once he's like a top 10 pick, then we can start talking about it. Then we'll start talking about it. Yeah, that's fair. Let him, let him catch a touchdown in the NFL first. He'll make a brief sit in college. Yeah. And then he's going to have a long NFL career the way it looks. But let's give a shout-out to some other recent commitments out of the Bay Area in sports. Some baseball commitments. Marin Academy left-handed pitcher Jacob Young is going to the Ivy League. Yeah. Brown. Yeah. That's not, impressive. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be a very good athlete. That's, you got to uh, be a very good student to get that kind of opportunity. I was never well. that smart. <laughs> Same. I didn't have the Ivy League GPA in high school. I think all of my teachers probably feel the same way. We all know that. But nevertheless, shout out to Jacob Young. That's yes. really impressive. 40-year plan for him. Baseball's uh, going to last he, a while, but he, he's, no, he's set. To, off to a good start, 100%. Yeah. And then also Pittsburgh infielder Casey Three to the second is going to Grambling State. Committed there the other day. Class of 2022 kid. Big news out of Pittsburgh, out of B-Ball. Yeah. Hey, anytime you get a commitment, it's, it's high praise. It doesn't matter if it's Las Positas Community College or Grambling State, Brown, Harvard, or Georgia. It's it's a great accomplishment because it's something not a lot of people get to do. It's not. You see these percentages of the amount of kids that get to go to college and the small percentage that go to the pros. It's going to be a big thing to Grambling State. Going to join a very good program out there. Yep. Let's go to some football ones as well. Another KT prep guy, actually, Lumagia Hearns, 2021 receiver from De La Salle, is going to Berkeley. Going to be yes. attending Cal, playing for Justin Wilcox. Staying in the Bay Area. That's what you like to see. That's what you like to see from Justin Wilcox yes. while out there in that Cal staff. Another one, we've got San Leandro athlete DJ Bryant's going to San Diego State. Going to be an Aztec. 75 degree weather every day. San Diego. Man, let's take a vacation there for a couple of days. Yeah, we'll go watch DJ in San Diego. Yeah, for sure. We'll be there at Qualcomm. Yeah. Well, we might move there, honestly. Well, we'll stay here for, for a while, I think. Yeah, then we'll watch some DJ football on the beach, pretty much. Yeah. Go visit the, the Boathouse, my favorite restaurant probably in the world. That's, oh, man. That was, that's your happy place. Dude. Dude, if you guys could audio. see him and his face when he was sitting there having that steak, oh, I was sitting outside, perfect weather. That was the best. Yeah, you, you best thought I looked ever. excited talking to Giles Chapman about meals <laughs> with steak and mashed potatoes. You've never seen anything until you've seen yeah. me out there. And nice 75, 80 degree weather in the summer in San Diego out in Coronado. Not, nothing tops it. And so, no. DJ, we'll be there plenty of times yes. in San Diego to get excuse to go down south. But another commitment, San Ramon Valley offensive lineman Kyle Ecker is going to a similar area, but he's going to the University of San Diego, a beautiful campus. They've yeah. had a great program there for years. Former home of Jim Harbaugh for coaching as well. That's right. That's right. University of San Diego, once again, just an amazing spot to play at and great, great school. Looking forward to going down there and visiting some of these kids because we got one more. Another, another San Diego kid going to that area. 
Valley Christian linebacker Dominic Oliver committed on Sunday to San Diego State. Can't say enough about what schools like Cal and San Diego State and all those programs are doing to recruit the best Bay Area pro players. And we'll talk more about that on our Friday podcast. That'll be a subject just to talk about what Justin Wilcox is doing at his Cal staff and what San Diego State's doing. Just bringing so many Bay Area guys. It's really impressive how they're setting up these recruiting classes. Yeah, and there's a lot of Bay Area kids out here. There's a lot of good kids that are playing football, baseball, basketball, tennis, all of the above. Every sport out here, there's tons of athletes. So it's amazing to see that these uh, these kids are getting opportunities at the next level. Yeah, they are. Like you said, it's, it's difficult to get there. It's really impressive. But that's a good segue into our next topic. I think the Iron Sharpens Iron Football Academy we went to Sunday night in Elk Grove. It was a great time. Thanks for Derek Stevens the second yes, for inviting you, us out there. Heck of a time. Saw some great competition, some one-on-one, some seven-on-seven. I've, I've always liked watching seven on seven. But that's probably the most excited I've ever been there. I just wanted to right. be in the middle of those post routes and everything. It was a good time. <laughs> Receivers running some crisp routes, some great DBs. We saw a lot of guys that'll get that chance to play in college. Some JUCO guys that are getting some four-year shots pretty soon. Oh, 100%. And there's this one kid, the one-handed catch that he posted on Twitter Sunday afternoon. Oh, my goodness. I mean, he, he was just bulldozing over guys, catching everything. It was quite impressive, and there's a lot of good kids out there, a lot of good defensive backs. You know, just the talent on that field alone was was pretty incredible, and it was nice to see, like you said, seven on seven. That's the first time we've been able to watch some seven on sevens in a long time. So it was great to see some competition again. Hopefully these camps continue, and we get to see some more competition as we lead up to December practices. Definitely. We're looking forward to going to a basketball camp. Some of those people are going to be hosting soon as well. That'll be a great time. It's good to see. It. Obviously, it takes a while for quarterbacks and receivers to develop that chemistry because a lot of these guys, they're not playing on the same teams. Once they got that chemistry down, it really started to click out there. Yeah. Great three-hour event we had. But one thing I really want to talk about there that we really discussed is the business of sports. Yeah. Something a lot of athletes... We've talked about when we've introduced ourselves at camps, at back at Christians football practice, everywhere we've gone, something trainers and coaches have all said is, you can do all you can in the gym, on the field, but you gotta understand sports are a business. You gotta understand how to market yourself because you're not gonna get a job somewhere if you're not applying anywhere, you're not trying right. anything, and you're not gonna get an opportunity to play in college sports to get one of those 1%, 2% kind of opportunities if you're not marketing yourself. Yep, and my grandfather always told me, you know, you are your own business and you bring on partners and, and whatnot, and football is the same way, and you're trying to get recruited, you're trying to have colleges see you. We talked about Mateo and his dad, how he has, he emails 60 coaches a day or some ridiculous amount of number, but that's what you have to do. You have to put yourself out there, you have to be able to be seen, and if you're not on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you know, you don't have a Huddle account, then you're not doing the proper steps. So one coach told us you always need your name, your size, your position, your GPA, and your huddle account in your bio for Twitter. And make sure you're not posting anything that's absurdly crazy and inappropriate because we've both witnessed kids that had D1 talent not get any college offers because of what they post on social media. So very important to make sure that you are doing the correct thing and you're running your own personal business correctly. Yeah, you got to market yourself in the best possible way. And when you are, please tag us on social media at West Coast Preps underscore. We're a platform for you guys to really use and market yourselves. 
We want to make sure you guys get those opportunities to be seen and get to that next level. When you have highlights, anything about your career, please tag us at West Coast Preps underscore. We'll retweet that, we'll quote that. You'll be on our social media page. And I can promise you, we've got college recruiters and assistants following us on social media. We've got some division ones. Got one, I think Friday or Saturday, a high level recruiter, recruiting coordinator and position coach that follows us. They're gonna see that stuff. They're looking for kids. They're following us to look for some of these kids like you guys. Make sure you market yourselves in the right way. Make sure you tag us to be able to get seen more. 100%. And one thing is, coaches talk to other coaches. You know, if you don't fit a scheme at, say, a UC Davis or a Cal, those coaches talk to other coaches. They all are connected in some way, some form. So all you need is one coach to be like, okay, I like this kid, but he probably doesn't fit here. Maybe he fits at a San Diego. Maybe he fits at a Texas. Maybe he fits at a Florida. It doesn't, you know, one of those things, they're all connected in some way. So it literally just takes one coach to say, okay, I like this kid and opportunities will come from that. So it doesn't matter size. We had a kid yesterday ask us, hey, I'm only 6'1 quarterback. You know, do you think I can make it? There's Russell Wilson's, there's Drew Brees, Kyler Murray's. Um, you know, there's so many kids out there now that aren't 6'4", 6'5", 6'6", Brock Osweiler's, Tom Brady's that are super tall. You know, just work hard and like I said, it takes that one opportunity, one shot, and that's all you really need. And you get that opportunity to maybe bolster your career, your career to get to the NFL, CFL, wherever, or you just get that piece of paper that opens up so many different doors for you as well. Use that to your advantage. You got to market yourself. Any athlete, football, basketball, soccer, cross country, whatever sport you're playing, please tag us. We'll be more than happy to promote you on our page because we know at the end of the day, like we said, it's a business. We're only here to help you guys and watch all of the great student athletes in this area succeed. And like Greg said, coaching business, it's a small world. Everybody knows each other. You'd be surprised when you talk to these coaches, how many have worked with each other or how many, this guy's worked with this guy. Just so many different connections, friends of friends, just one of those things. Everybody knows each other. They're willing to work with each other, help each other. Because at the end of the day, they're all in it for the same reasons. Yeah, and they're all they're all there to help you. Giles mentioned it in our last podcast. He said, you know, I can call my recruiting coordinator at any time I want, and he's there as a, you know, a mentor. You know, that's what these guys are for. They're here to help mentor you and groom you into better human beings and better men and women just because they they want to help. I mean, obviously they want to help win on the football field or the, the you know, baseball diamond or the basketball court, but at the end of the day, you know, they care about you and they put a lot of time and effort in helping you become a better person. That's very true and there's there was a couple of NFL guys there at the showcase Sunday who I know would agree just about the business of sports aspect because they got to the highest level. Darius Hayward Bay was there, Stevie Johnson was there, and they know you got to market yourself, you got to give yourself those opportunities. They're working hard, of course, being smart about what you post and what you share about yourself in marketing yourself yeah. if you want that at, job. At the end of the day, though, work hard. Get in the gym, You know, work your butt off. Use every possible moment you have to try and help yourself get better, whether that's mental, physical, whatever it is. Just try and make sure you're working towards the goal that you want and write down those goals. Put down what you want to achieve, whether that's just finish with 20 touchdowns in high school or if it's make it to college or make it to the NFL. Write those down and look at them every day. All right, what do I need to do to achieve these goals? Have those long-term girls and have short-term girls goals to get you to that point Hey, I need 20 touchdowns, but how do I get there? 
what do I have to do in the gym Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays? What do I got to do Tuesdays and Thursdays and Saturdays and all that? Just be aware and talk to your coaches and trainers all the time. Yep. They, they, they know what it takes. Don't be stubborn. Get yourself, surround yourself with smart people that can help you with so many different things. 100%. And now let's talk about some more kind of successful athletes. In multi-sport and three-sport athletes, I know we just posted the story on westcoastpreps.com about this last week, but this is one thing that's very interesting pertaining to these people that play multiple sports. With the new and condensed calendar that starts, that's going to go January through June for all sports, it's different just because of the pandemic that's going on with COVID-19. So now you've got five or six months to throw in every sport there in the spring semester. So could this mean load managing in high school sports? That's something I never thought I'd hear in high school. That's something I never thought I'd hear in general until all of a sudden Kawhi Leonard made it famous with his load management and the NBA with all their load management. But yeah, if you're going to play three sports in the span of six months, you have to load manage yourself, especially because not only are you playing three sports, you have to deal with school and you have to make sure you have your good grades and getting that GPA and keeping it at a, at a high level. So, yeah, at some some days, you're going to go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm practicing football. Thursday, Friday, practicing basketball or track and field or whatever it is. But, yeah, you can't burn yourself out so quickly that you can't even make it a full six months of the schedule that they're putting themselves in right now. No, you can't. We've seen the managing's worked in the NBA. Sure, maybe you haven't liked Kawhi Leonard doing it. I know LeBron James did it last year. Had that load managing game actually against the Warriors, I believe, was Sunday night game, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Something along those lines. But it's worked, and you saw Kawhi won an NBA title there. You just got to make sure you understand your body and that's limitations. And a lot of local coaches support that. And let's read actually a couple of quotes here. Let's start off with basketball Christian football coach Manny Tarango. Where he said, we might see a new era in high school sports where you're going to have to like say, hey, you might come to football practice Monday, Tuesday. I might have to limit your reps or your live reps because you might have to go to basketball on Wednesday and maybe playing a game on Thursday, but then get back to practice for some walkthrough stuff on Thursday and Friday and then turn around and then get ready for all of your games and all that. You just got to make sure you're getting prepared. A lot of coaches are going to have to work with each other on this now. Luckily, you've got four months to do this. And now Bishop O'Dowd's football coach, I spoke with him not too long ago, and he said pretty much the same thing about supporting and managing. He's been a big proponent of this for a while, back when he coached at Laney College under John Beam a while ago, and that was the high school football coach, the new football coach at Bishop O'Dowd. He's also coached track. He's coached receivers. He understands so much planting your foot in the ground every day. You keep doing that same thing over and over again. It's going to lead to some more injuries, especially if you're playing multiple sports at the same time. Just got to load manage and be smart about it. Understand your body and your mind's limitations. You're going to need some of those days off. You can't. The body and the mind are probably not going to do well if you're practicing two, three sports in one day. For sure. And going back to Manny, he's got multiple players that play on the basketball court. He has multiple players that also plays baseball. And so all those seasons are going to intertwine at some point. Especially Vacaville, they look like they got a good team. They can make the postseason, which will just make it intertwine even more. So it's going to be an interesting year, and coaches just need to work with each other. And, and that's at the end of the day. It's all about communicating with your coaches, communicating coaches to coaches, but making sure that you are doing what's correct for you and not overloading yourself with too much stuff on your shoulders. Because I talked to one of my good friends that I went to high school with, 
ended up getting drafted. He played baseball, he played football, and played ended up playing three sports. And his knees were so jacked up by the time he got out of high school because he played all these sports and worked every day. So you have to do it smartly. You have to make sure you're not going too hard that you're hurting yourself instead of helping. Yeah, obviously work hard, but work hard in a smart and efficient manner at the end of the day, or else you're gonna overload yourself. Your mind's gonna be absolutely drained, and so is your body. And one thing that I really wanna talk about too is Manny Tarango has a perfect saying. Either Maybe you can load manage or you pick your sports, but either way, tough times can either make you stronger or break you. So one thing they've got, an equation they've got, event plus response equals outcome. So we've had COVID-19, we've had the pandemic, we've got the shortened calendar, what's your response gonna be? Then that's gonna determine your outcome. Are you gonna be successful or not? Are you gonna be able to balance things correctly in a timely manner? In hard times, you know, you gotta fight through it and you should come out better. That's that's kind of what that is saying, you know? How are you gonna handle this event and how are you gonna respond to it? You're gonna go down, you're gonna become a worse player or you're gonna come out of it better and stronger. And, you know, it's really either or, you know. Like we talked about on previously, I think private conversations about some of these MLB players and, and whatnot, did they handle quarantine correctly and stay in shape or did they kind of sit there and get a little lazy thinking there was gonna be no season? So it's the same thing with high schoolers, you know, we might think, oh, whatever, we're not gonna play football this year. I got till December. Now start now, get better because you have an extra three months to prepare for your season. And that's huge. That's an extra three months to get stronger. And trainers and coaches will notice that. Mm-hmm. They will, I can promise you that. Word gets around really quick about you. Like we said about recruiting coaches, the same thing but with trainers around here and with coaches in high school, they're all connected. Everyone's talking about everyone. And it's just a small community, it's a fraternity really. Yeah, it is, I think that's the perfect word for it. And luckily though, they've got a few months to figure this out. In the meantime, work hard, be smart about it. But you've got four months to figure this out and work with the coaches to determine if you're gonna play all the sports you can, especially if you're kind of, they're on top of each other now in certain seasons, especially the winter and spring sports, we've got some stuff. Sports like basketball, soccer, tennis, and wrestling are separated by just 14 days from baseball, softball, and swimming in the Sac Joaquin section. That's just one example, but it's going to be tough to tough to decide, but luckily you've got these four months. Yes, essentially they're the same season. Yeah, you they, say separated by fourteen days, but yep, they, they're essentially, essentially they're the, the same they, they are. The only thing that's different is their start dates, really, and some of their end dates for the postseason. But essentially, you're gonna have a lot of days where it's the same sports going. It's different than you've had it in, let's say, 2018, 2019, 2017, 2018. Well, it's different. This is something yeah. different that we've never experienced before, yeah. ever. So yeah. it's gonna be a completely different year 100 percent and i just think back to you know baseball basketball players because and those guys who wrestled and then maybe went to track and field that's going to be the hardest because they are essentially the same season so it'll be interesting to see how athletes handle that whether they just pick one sport because they like that sport a little better or if they load manage and go back and forth between the two sports Definitely. Now let's move on to our last topic. Let's have a little fun rant section. Let's have a fun question for this today. Biggest pet peeve? Well, this may be a little recency, but the Astros coach, 
that decide to taunt Loriano on a Sunday afternoon. And then in the middle of a pandemic, when you should be socially distancing, decide to cause a fight. And I, I just, something doesn't sit right with me when someone gets hit, you can be upset and you're getting hit by an 85 mile per hour fastball and then you get chirped by someone else because you decided to walk down first base and have a conversation with a pitcher and let alone a coach who's supposed to be setting an example. Yeah, you're supposed to be a coach, you're supposed to be an adult and you don't know better and you're talking to a player, then you're hiding behind guys when he comes after you too. Yeah. So, I mean, you should never fight. I get yeah. having the conversations, it happens on a field, it happens in any sport, you get competitive juices flowing, you know, you start talking. But for him to say, come on, let's go, like get over here, let's fight, just come on. Especially when you're in be Especially when you're Houston asterisks right now and you're just, <laughs> Everything that's happened, and you're just acting like this. This is really is not a good look. Especially, yeah. like you said, this is a pandemic. Baseball's already had problems with some teams in the last couple of weeks. Where Rob Manfred, the commissioner, threatened to shut it down. Mm-hmm. Then you're starting stuff like this. And I can only imagine if an outbreak happens between those two teams, what the outside media would look like, because it would not be a good look. And I'm ho- hopefully nothing out. There's no more outbreaks, and that will be. And hopefully this starts to, to slow down as they get, as they learn more as to what they need to do to, to slow down the coronavirus outbreaks. But yeah, that that kind of ticked me off. And I'm not even an A's fan, and I don't even necessarily hate the Astros, but just yeah, well, whatever. Yeah, be be more mature. Simple. It's a, it's a simple Sim- life simple. lesson. Yeah, it really is. But mine. Loud eaters, something about that, you know, it's just like people that really eat loud with their mouth open, they chew their gum really loud, just really annoys me. The worst is the chips. When someone's eating chips and then you can hear their teeth chomping down. You shouldn't, that's not natural. That's not, you shouldn't be doing that. You're taught at like three years old how to eat properly. Okay, you're taught at a really young age. Don't chew with your mouth open. You're having your kindergarten first grade teachers tell you every day. Show manners. Yeah. And then, then you're going out business or something like that out with family and you're just chewing with your mouth open? Yeah. No, that's not no. It's just it's just plain rude, honestly. It really is. And that's yeah. just not something I like. It it shows a lack of care. Now that you bring that up, that might be my biggest pet peeve. My mom does that sometimes where she's just like <laughs> chewing and I can hear her chewing and I'm like what are you doing? Like, come on. That's just one of those things that really just irks me. Yeah, and I don't hear it all the time, but when I do it's like I, don't, I just don't like it. Yeah it's, yeah, it's just like, is it really that hard to eat quietly? I guess so. It, but it shouldn't be. Yeah, it shouldn't be, but, you know. And then they're doing that when they eat a burrito. Like, really, how are you making this much noise eating a burrito or eating a hamburger? <laughs> like, seriously. Or ice cream. Oh, ice cream's the worst. Why are you even chewing? Like, you don't need to chew ice cream. No, it then... Unless, just, yeah, unless you go to, like, Cold Stone and you get, like, the, the nuts in it or caramel and, you know, the, the mixtures and whatnot. But even then... No, just yeah. to, please don't eat loud. Yeah, right? don't eat loud and don't fight. No reason and to And then if you, eat li- if you eat really loud, it could actually cause a fight, too, with <laughs> some people as well. Well, maybe for you, yeah, all of a sudden you're going to start fighting someone because they're eating loud. Yeah, I, I, I will not... I, I will be able to handle myself in a mature manner unlike certain coach in Major League Baseball. Yeah. Right. You know, I 
it, it just irks me, but I'm not going to throw hands because eating that. But it's just, it's rude. It's plain rude. Plain rude. So comment down below, what is your biggest pet peeve? Let us know what it is. And uh, heck, we might be doing one of your biggest pet peeves right now. I don't know. Just let us know that. Comment down below. Yeah, I think now, there's probably going to be some good ones in there. Yeah. Now, there's one more thing that is not on our topic, but I need to say something. And it's pretty wild. The Portland Trailblazers have been playing really well so far in the bubble. You've been talking about this for a while. I have been talking about this for a while. And I'm going to shout out my boy Tanner McShay because he's a huge Damian Lillard fan from Oakland, by the way. So Portland Trailblazers, they've been playing well. Danson went off for, what, 51 last night? Something like that? A couple nights ago? Yeah, he... What was that? His sister and Paul George's wife had some beef. Someone yeah. was called a cow. He, he missed a couple yeah. a couple free throws late, you know. But it happens. You learn from those mistakes. Everybody's missed some clutch shots. LeBron's missed some. Steph's missed some. MJ missed yeah. some. Everyone missed some. But Damian Lillard, by the end of this bubble, will have more finals MVPs than Steph Curry. And so with that prediction, I think you can infer the Portland Trailblazers are going to the finals. So they're not just going to win the first and, round series over the oh, Lakers. No, they're no. going all the way and Damian Lillard's going to be MVP. Because they will eventually play the Clippers and Damian Lillard's not going to lose the Clippers after what just happened. Uh, okay. He has never lost to Paul George in the playoff series. It will be another bye-bye to Paul George and bye-bye Kawhi Leonard. Oh, okay, we and are bye -bye definitely cutting this clip up as well. Like this, this clip You can cut sure. it up all you want, but Damian Lillard will be finals MVP and they will beat the Boston Celtics in this year's NBA Finals. Yeah, I don't trust Milwaukee. Milwaukee's not making it. They're playing something. They're not. I think Boston goes there. Yeah, I don't think Portland's going all the way up. Portland will be the first eight seed, at least I'm assuming, I don't know the exact stats, but the first eight seed to win an NBA Finals. Their own we believe thing, but this time they win it all. Yeah, I'm wow. telling you, they're a good team with Nurk back and healthy. He looks good. I'm telling you, Portland, they're going to make a run. And the Lakers don't look good right now. I don't that, but I just don't think Once I they, see Portland winning a seven-game series over the Clippers later on. Really? I can see them giving the Lakers okay, I mean, a let's shot. Let's be real. They should have won that game the other day. They should, but that's also one regular season game. <laughs> like they, they got a shot a seven-game series. It's gonna be a little bit. And the Clippers been missing some guys. But they only miss Beverly. But still, but, I mean, I mean Be Beverly, Beverly is a real pain. washed up. But he's he's a pain in the butt. Yeah. Like he'll, he'll get you. He's only annoying because it, he's annoying. Yeah, but he's, he's a guy. Not really, he's, he's not really he's that good anymore. He's a guy that you want on your team. Eh, I don't know if I want him anymore. Maybe no, four years no, ago. I, I'd still want him in some scenarios just to get on people's heads. And he kind of that one guy. But so beating you, but the Clippers get, in a seven-game series is not going to happen. Here's the problem. You get Dame pissed off. We just saw he went off for 51 after that Clipper game. He'll go off for 50 every single one of those seven games. I'm just, it'll be a good series. But I think you just pissed off Dame, and you don't want to piss off Dame. Because we've seen what's that meme, the one he's looking at more like that. The bye, all of, all of the above. That no, dude. Portland's not one. Oakland's all. own is going to have more finals MVPs than the greatest player to ever play on the Warriors. Wait, Stephen Curry's the greatest player ever? Ever play on the Warriors. On the Warriors, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he, okay. he's top 10 ever, but... I don't know, it's hard without any finals MVPs. We know how big of a conversation oh, yeah. that is with some people. Because he's only got, like, what, 26, 6, and 6 average in the finals? Oh, he's so bad in the clutch. Right, terrible. Get out of here. I don't need to hear that. But that is my prediction. Portland Trailblazers will win the NBA Finals over the Boston Celtics in six games. 
with Damian Lillard winning finals MVP. I've got, I've got Clippers over Celtics. I think Portland can really make it tough in the Lakers because the Lakers... That's if like going to guard CJ and Dame. Who? Hassan Whiteside could guard Anthony Davis, at least reasonably because of his length. LeBron James, they don't really have anyone to guard him, but, you know. There's not a single guy in the NBA that can cover LeBron James. Yeah. And if, if you can, I'd really like to meet you. Yeah, right? Where are you at? Can the Warriors sign you? Go to the Warriors next year. Yeah. Honestly, I think that they're going to need some defensive help. Yeah. But, no, Portland's not winning at all. Well, would that be a cool story? Yes. But, uh, now, Portland's a dangerous team. I will say that Portland's a very dangerous team. If you're a betting man... I would throw some money down on Portland. Now, since you're saying Portland's not going to win, and I'm saying Portland is going to win, I don't... We're both over 21. I think we should uh, make a friendly wager yeah. on this. So, Let's comment, comment down below what that wager should be, okay. so that way we can figure it out, and next... Uh, we'll say next Tuesday's podcast, we'll figure out exactly what that wager is. I'm looking forward to this. This will be All a right. lot of fun. Comment down below. I want some crazy. I don't. No money. We don't need to do any of that no, stuff. If you want to throw in some money too, though, go ahead. All right. But let's, Makes it interesting. Let's find something crazy to to make this wager because I I truly believe in the Blazers. I, I would throw money down on them, but I, I don't. They're a good bet to win, just to win it all in terms of money making, but they're it's the Clippers. I, I'm still gonna ride that Clippers right, train until the end, but I see what you're saying about Portland. It's not some out. It's not as outlandish of a prediction as probably it's gonna sound to some people. Because now Sir Portland's Charles healthy. Barkley said they're gonna make the finals. He didn't say they're gonna win, but he said they're gonna make okay, the finals. Okay. Also, Charles Barkley's had some interesting takes. Um, True. That the Warriors were never supposed to be anything. Then they won three titles. Steph Curry changed the NBA. But that, that's all we can really say, I think. I think we should he end this. Sir Charles, after all. I think we should end this podcast. Make sure you comment down below. Let us know what friendly the biggest wagers. pet peeve is. And then, yeah, biggest pet peeve, friendly wagers. But until our next show on Friday, take care, stay safe, and be sure to follow us online at westcoastpreps.com and on social media at westcoastpreps underscore.